Supporters, as well as critics of the Olympics, will have their say later this week in Buenos Aires. Hello, everyone. I'm Around the Rings editor Ed Hula, and this is the latest edition of Around the Rings Radio. Today, we're going to get a preview of the Olympism in Action Forum taking place this Friday and Saturday in Buenos Aires, just ahead of the 2018 Youth Olympic Games. The forum presents some of the key issues facing the Olympic movement today. More than two dozen topics are on the agenda, with experts from around the globe invited to appear. Doping in sport, fighting corruption, preventing harassment and abuse, the costs of the Olympics, and the legacy of the Games among the topics. Argentina President Mauricio Macri will open the meeting. Ban Ki-moon, former UN Secretary General and IOC Ethics Commission Chair, among the speakers. That include leaders of Paris 2024 and Los Angeles 2028, Nobel Peace Prize laureate Muhammad Yunus, and Chris Dempsey, founder of the No Olympics Movement. The forum is organized by Becky Edwards, IOC Director of Strategic Communication. She joins us now from Buenos Aires. Becky Edwards, thanks very much for joining us today from uh, Buenos My Aires. My pleasure, Ed. Thanks for having me. How's it going for preparations for the Olympic in Action Forum? Sounds like a, a big meeting with a lot of people to coordinate later this week. It's, it's going to be an action-packed 48 hours. Uh, but, you know, it's funny because I've just arrived in Buenos Aires today, and you can sort of feel the percolating excitement, obviously, in addition to the Olympism and Action Forum. The city is hosting the Youth Olympic Games and uh, an IOC session after that. So it's going to be a really full couple of uh, weeks here in Buenos Aires. So what was the idea behind uh, Olympism in Action? Um, it was supposed to be held last year during the IOC session that was held in Lima, Peru, uh, moved up this year to be coinciding with the Youth Olympic Games. Uh, what What's the rationale? What's the purpose of Olympism and Action Forum? It's a great question, Ed. You know, the members initially conceived of the Olympism and Action Forum uh, around the same time that Olympic Agenda 2020 was adopted. And the idea was at a midway point to have a more public-facing check-in. So, the, as you will know, the Olympic Agenda 2020 is centered around the themes of ensuring credibility for the Olympic movement, ensuring sustainability of the Olympic movement, and ensuring that the next generation, more youth, are engaged in the Olympic movement. So, the idea was, and you're right, that um, by the by the session in Lima would have been the halfway point um, for various reasons, and I'm sure they were well reported. Um, the, uh, I think it was flooding that had happened earlier in the year. It seemed like a undue burden for the city of Lima, and so we were lucky to have the Youth Olympic Games planned in Buenos Aires, and so it was envisioned that we would be able to do the same sort of public-facing conversation about the themes that have been brought to life um, through Olympic Agenda 2020, but with the idea that the IOC itself would do more listening 
and be listening to the contributions of thought leaders from all other segments of society uh, who have opinions, who have experience, and who have uh, inspirational ideas about um, what can be done to ensure the future of sport and the impact of sport on society. I read somewhere that you were expecting as many as 1,500 people to come to the meeting. Yeah, we're expecting about 1,600, so a third of that from what you would imagine, um, you know, stakeholders of the Olympic movement, Uh, another third uh, from local or regional attendees who would be coming for the Youth Olympic Games, and then the final third are, you know, from civic society, from business, um, from national governments, NGOs, UN agencies, all around the world. Did you invite everybody to come, or were people uh, allowed to say, hey, we want to come to the forum and hear what's going on? We did a lot of proactive outreach and cultivation. Uh, However, in about March, or no, could have been February, rather, when we uh, launched the website about the event, by that point, we had a little bit of percolating interest, as as you've rightly um, surmised, of people who had heard about the event and, and wanted to ask invite themselves. And so on our website, we made it possible for uh, individuals who are interested in the movement and interested in the topics that we're discussing to request an invitation. And and indeed, many people who may not know us so well will be in the audience and participating in the conversation. And and how are the topics developed? Uh, They do fit the the mold of what the IOC is dealing with sort of on a on a day-to-day basis whether it's doping harassment the, the legacy issues but uh, general uh, thought about how the topics were developed and presented yeah they follow closely uh, the topics or the themes addressed by Olympic agenda 2020 so you're right and many of them have um, occupied a lot of mind share in, in recent weeks and months, and so we wanted to make sure to give them ample time in the agenda, as you say, the fight against doping, future of the games, uh, women in sport, and um, safeguarding and harassment, uh, safeguarding against harassment and abuse in sport. So for sure, these are topics that have been um uh, subject of, of actions and ideas as part of Olympic Agenda 2020, and the idea is that during the conversations on the 5th and 6th, we'll be able to hear some fresh perspectives and some perspectives, perspectives from outside the movement who, who will be able to in, in, inform and, and help us um, progress the, the efforts that we make. Some perspectives, you know, outside of the movement, maybe. I, I see Chris Dempsey listed as one of the, one of the speakers. Uh, Andrew Zimbalist, the economics professor who's been a critic of the, uh, uh, the, the business of the, of the Olympics, are, are, are among the speakers. Um, it's the first time I've known either one of them to officially be invited to an IOC meeting. Yes, we are hoping for some uh, dynamic conversation, yeah, and I think by 
by bringing in some some voices with uh, with provocative ideas, um, we're certain to keep the audience's attention. Did you have to convince them to, to come, or were they uh, eager to uh, enter the enter the lion's den, so to speak? Uh, they were very eager and pleased to be invited. And in fact, I think you know, often some critics are are those who are most passionate about a topic. So I, I think with we might call them constructive critics in in our hopes that the conversation will be, um, as I said, provocative and dynamic. But the idea is that. Um, it shouldn't just be a battle royale. It should be a conversation that hopes to progress ideas and um, and leave leave the audience and and the members of the IOC with some uh, interesting reflections. And you're hoping for conversation back and forth, not people standing up and giving a speech and somebody else standing up and giving a speech. There is supposed to be some. That's exactly. That's exactly right. We're hoping that um, all sides, all sides from the conversation, will will take away, will walk away with something valuable. I'm talking with Becky Edwards, strategic communications director for the IOC, about the Olympic and Olympism in Action Forum coming up this week in Buenos Aires. Uh, a jam-packed uh, program, uh, lots of things in the, across the two days fast-paced how do you make sure you get everything covered that you want covered well for sure this won't be the only time that we take on some of these topics so it's a great question ed because while we have a day and a half together our hope is that um, the conversation will continue so in fact um, even leading up to the event we've been conducting some uh, social outreach with with folks who may or may not be in the in the audience at the forum but are interested in the topics and our intention is that following the forum we should be able to continue uh, the dialogue particularly in those areas where we have um, some green shoots of ideas that we want to pursue further. Uh, the trends and perspectives that come out of the forum for the, the one and a half days will be um, brought to the IOC session. And so it, it is with the intention of con- continuing the conversation. And there are uh, some, some well-known speakers, presenters, um, and people, some people that uh, uh, folks may not have heard much about, but they are experts in their fields. Uh, how, how much attention did you give to bringing new new voices, uh, new personalities into the conversation? Well, we gave a lot of attention to that. Um, I think that part of the value of of having diverse a diversity of perspectives and expertise is that while some of these folks may be not well known um, to the movement or not well known to be affiliated with uh, sports and society, they themselves have long-standing commitments. And so they they will be able to, um, I think, quickly make links to for those people in the audience who may not have ever heard of them before. It will hopefully quickly resonate and, and be um, uh, maybe a personality or an area of interest that um, folks hearing from these people from the first time will want to continue to 
hear from them further. Did you have someone in mind that you were surprised to uh, to see on the agenda? Well, not necessarily surprised, but just just you know, you, you you get into the routine covering the Olympics year after year for a number of years, and there are some names who that that, that pop up regularly in forums like this, and in the case of uh, of this one here, we've got you know people from national olympic committees not big national olympic committees but smaller ones uh people involved with uh you know a professional skateboarder uh we've got e-games e-sport uh stars um you know uh it, it, it's just not not the usual lineup and uh i think that probably would be a, a refreshing perspective for you to be able to bring I think it'll be, um, it's a great point, Ed, and, and, you know, sometimes we define diversity by, um, by maybe ethnic backgrounds or, or, um, age demographics. And I think what's nice about the perspectives at this event are that we've, we've got diversity in all shapes and forms. So, We've got, you know, people coming from all over the world, as you say, and maybe some lesser known, lesser amplified parts of the world than typically. Um, we've got people that play different roles in society. So some who are representing governments, some who are representing NGOs, some who are representing for-profit entities, um, some who are representing themselves. So uh, we have a, a nice mix. And I think, you know, research proves that when you get a diversity of perspectives, you have a, a more productive outcome. So I think uh, it'll make for good make for good content on the scene, but hopefully it'll also give people some some profound reflections when they even after the event. And how about the balance between men and women as far as the presenters go? I didn't go through the program and count, but uh, there are you know quite a few women uh, in the mix here. Yes. There are quite a few women and all different ages and, and from different backgrounds. And um, even when we were looking at the moderators, um, we tried to make sure there was balance there. So hopefully people will see or feel and appreciate um, the, the mix of, of, of personalities that are part of the conversation. What role will IOC members be playing in the forum? There are a few scattered around as uh, the program as uh, presentations and, and, and panelists, but it seems like uh, what they hear at this forum would be a, a great source of ideas for their work as IOC members. Yes, it's a great question. There, you know, I was not here um, at, at the onset of Olympic Agenda 2020, but in looking back at the notes um, and the reportage from from those meetings, it was quite clear that the members felt very committed to being in an active listening role at this event. And so for the most part, that will be their role is uh, active listening. Um, then there are a few folks who have offered to be part of a drafting committee. So making sure in addition to their active listening that they're teasing out trends and perspectives that um, they hear from, from the panel discussions and the workshops. 
And they, the drafting committee is for, uh, comprised of IOC members and our young change makers. And so together, um, that group will be pulling together a paper, Trends and Perspectives, that they will use in a report out to the IOC session directly after the event. Right. And the IOC session, you say, does come after the event. So maybe there may be some recommendations that take their first steps at the uh, IOC session in Buenos Aires. Exactly right. That is the intent, precisely. Well, good luck with everything. Uh, This is a a new enterprise for the IOC. Would you expect this to be done on a a regular basis? Is Is that the thinking every year, every couple of years to do something like this? You know, it's an interesting thought. I mean, one of the things we're experimenting with here is also uh, a social conversation um, during the event and, and after the event. So I'm not sure this needs to turn into a recurring annual or, or semi-annual or biannual event. However, I do believe that the IOC is committed to being actively engaged with voices beyond the movement. And so what shape or form that takes, I think we'll be able to learn a lot of lessons from the event and from the social engagement that we're conducting around the event to see how we keep that momentum going. Well, Becky Edwards, uh, we look forward to seeing you and your team and hearing from everybody at the Olympism and Action Forum later this week in Buenos Aires. Thanks very much for joining us today on Around the Rings Radio. Thank you, Ed. Becky Edwards is the Director of Strategic Communications for the IOC and the organizer of this week's Olympism and Action Forum in Buenos Aires. Around the Rings will be covering the Olympism and Action Forum along with the IOC meetings and Youth Olympic Games through October 18th in Buenos Aires. Our team looks forward to bringing you the latest from Argentina. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. For 25 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.